0: Hello and welcome to the Talk 11 podcast, the podcast that creates connection. We have a lineup of extraordinary speakers on every season that are here to talk about their story and talk about their struggle so that you feel like you are never alone because we feel at this day and age, there's a huge disconnect in the community and we want to connect you guys back together again. So welcome and stay tuned for a lot of fun, a lot of value, take the time. And take a listen. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode three of the Talk 11 podcast. Today, we have with us Reverend Jessie Brandon. She is a certified life cycle celebrant and ordained metaphysical minister. Which all in all sounds very, very cool. Just in title itself, uh, Jessie is a local celebrity here in our community. She has a TV show, Epiphanies. She's absolutely brilliant. She connects so well in her energy work and connects with spirit so incredibly well. And I can say that from personal experience. She is one of a kind. And we are so grateful to have you here with us on our podcast. And we were so happy to have you up on our stage at our yes. very first time. So thank okay. you, Jessie. And thank you for being here.
1: My pleasure, thank you. Jesse,
2: it is so good to see your face again and hear your lovely voice. Just for those that have not had a chance to see or listen to your talk from our first annual or first Barry event. Are you able to give us a bit of a, bit, a little bit of background on yourself, on your story and kind of what brought you to our stage on September 11th?
1: I would say that the synopsis of my story is that I went through a lot of what we would refer to as traumas, mm-hmm. and they affected every aspect of my life, and it ended up creating someone who thought they were literally garbage, and that a rape that occurred when I was 17 through a family member confirmed for me that I must be garbage.
3: Right.
1: And so then it was the walk through that dark side of the, the ways and means that I punished myself with various activities. But spirit was always speaking to me and always presenting people in my path that inspired me to want more, to ask questions and to move forward. And uh, I had a terrific group of people around me that I was in a, um, a spiritual book club for 12 years that I've never seen replicated. And I wish someone would, because I learned so much in a safe environment about finding myself and being who I really am and, and who that really is. And uh, it was just like, I walk in sunshine all the time now because of the things that have Uh, been brought forward to me the things I've learned about myself and about life and the world and what our mission is here on earth and Mm -hmm. uh, that led to me becoming a minister because I wanted to be able to bring that all-encompassing unconditional love to as many people as
0: I could
2: cool so I'm going to jump right in and I'm I will backtrack and I'm sure Farrah will backtrack but like the first thing that came across to me when you were speaking not only on our stage but here is how powerful when you speak of of spirit and how it speaks to you and it's always with you. Share a little bit of, with us about that, and not necessarily specifically, but I think a lot of times people confuse or intertwine the terminology religious <coughs> with spirituality, yeah. and that's not necessarily the case, especially with you. Uh, I don't want to put words in your mouth. Tell us a little bit about. about Your experience with spirits and your spirituality, and what that looks like in your life.
1: Okay. Well, I'm going to start at the front end because I was raised in a strict Baptist home. And so I had the all knowing, all furious God pounded into me when I left home at 17. I couldn't wait to get away. Mm -hmm. So it was actually Neil Donald Walsh's book, Conversations with God, Book One, Mm -hmm. that I saw a different God that I could actually not get angry with or about and I began to pursue I think I started on more of a mental level of trying to figure out how to find the good in me mm-hmm. how to deal with what I thought was the, the bad in me the monster in me and it just constantly led me forward to spirit like mm-hmm. my actual first experience was from the energy side I was in a women's group incest survivors group. And we ended up going off to another location and beginning to study energy work. Mm -hmm. And I discovered that I could do astral body reading and I could put my hands in sand that somebody else had had their hands in. And I knew who it was and what they were struggling with. And I would touch people and see pictures. Mm. And uh, I, I always remember the first time it happened was I saw a spiral staircase on this woman's knee. But the question I asked her was, Have you fallen down some stairs today? And I was so specific that it took us several times before she finally said to me, Well, I did fall down a set of stairs 20 years ago and get a spiral fracture in my knee, which is what I was seeing was a spiral staircase. Yeah. So at first I thought it was kind of a party trick and I didn't know why this was happening to me. But then as things progressed, I've realized that this is a gift straight from spirit and it is to show anybody that i share this with that there really is spirit and spirit is god the universe the power the source whatever word you want to put to it there mm-hmm. is a divine being out there who wants us to know ourselves and know ourselves from the point of view that we are all made in the image of god and therefore we can do all things that his son jesus did mm-hmm. as a prophet okay that all sounds very y. right However, what I have discovered is that I rejected religion, which Uh is why spirituality attracted me. Because I could find my own way home Mm -hmm. without using all these man-made rules. Mm -hmm. And then a couple of years ago, I was asked to work at a a United Church as a spiritual uh, messenger. And, but they wanted me to have a little bit of religion in there. And I thought, oh, how the heck do I do that? So Mr. Mm -hmm. Google helped me because I would punch in, (laughs) I would talk to spirit and I would meditate and I would get the message of what I was to talk about. And then I would punch that into Google and find the Bible reference. And I was amazed because the basic tenant of the Bible really is true, but it's what man has done with that that has made it so punishing and so rigid. And um, all I can tell you is that spout spirit is way beyond anything that man could ever imagine. Yeah, And that it's synonymous with love. Mm. So the whole point is love yourself mm-hmm. and then turn that love out and love other people right where they are the same way God loves you right where you are. And it's just been an amazing thing. I know so many people that have what are called spiritual gifts yeah. that are spirits way of saying this, you can do because you are a powerful being. Mm. You just, you're just having a human experience and yeah, yeah. you got to live that human experience, but there's so much more to you and sort of like, here, let me show you.
0: That was something that was really influential within your talk and created a lot of impact was the fact that you show people that they have so much more than that human experience uh not to stay and play victim of that experience that they have may have had or that (laughs) circumstance of their life and being able to grow from it and to find the joy from it and to and to expand on their being was that something that progressed naturally for you over time was it something that kind of clicked in a moment in time. I know for me personally, as I began growing and evolving and changing, I had a moment of clarity and it was a click like, oh my gosh, this is a human experience. I can do so much more. I am not a product of my circumstance, but for so many people, it's so many different things. So what was that for you?
1: I have to tell you that I have long mourned the fact that it has taken me so long Mm
0: -hmm. to get
1: to this place. However, I trust that that was part of the journey. So no, it wasn't an instant there. I've had many aha moments. I mean, Mm. my TV show is called Epiphanies for that very reason, because I believe anybody can have an epiphany at any moment. And I want to be there to assist, to witness, to love. Mm. And that's the way it kind of happened for me. I'd get an epiphany and I'd understand something. And then I'd be right back in the shit again. And I Mm -hmm. couldn't figure out why I couldn't maintain this level of knowingness. So for me, it was a long journey. And Mm -hmm. that's okay. Um, That is okay.
0: Yeah, totally.
2: And sorry, Farrah, I'm going to flip the script a little bit here. What was that moment for you?
0: The moment for me was, okay, so here, I'll do a a really quick story on this. I went through a period of time where I wasn't sure who I was, where I was, all those things, all those questions that pop into our mind. So I went for a walk one day and on my walk, I just stood there and the wind kind of blew over me. And I sit there and I said, listen, universe. And this was just the beginning of my whole guide into everything. And I said, listen, I need some sort of answer sign. I need to, I know I have lessons that I still need to learn. So now is the time, teach me, bring anything, the good, the bad, the ugly, bring it my way. Let me learn. And literally the next morning, First lesson knocked on my door and I was like, Whoa, my questions are not answered immediately, but I asked for lessons and here are the lessons. So in that moment I was like, Okay, there is so much more than just me. There's so much more out there. So that was kind of the moment where I started to started to see more of myself and understand that I wasn't just a human, that there was so much more to me.
2: I hear yeah. that. Yeah. Jesse. Mm-hmm. So, your talk, one thing that both Fair and I, and I think anyone that saw it, and if you haven't had the chance to uh, listen or watch it yet, please go to talkeleven.ca and have a look, was how incredibly painful, those are my words, of course, or how dark a lot of those early days were for you because of the circumstances and the lessons that's, you know, we've been using that word today so and the lessons that you had to experience and without doubt there's going to be those that are listening to this and have either had those lessons bestowed upon them at some point in their life or are currently going through them what do you tell them what can you share with them what can you let them know to to get them through it or or make them see a light at at the end of the tunnel
1: look for evidence Because as Wayne Dyer says, what is that saying? You'll believe it when you see it. Well, with him, you'll see it when you believe it. And that truly is the truth. You have to kind of stop objecting to everything. As I said in my talk, it was that woman who put her hand on my knee and said, I know your story, dear. Tell me who you are. I was so shocked and insulted when she said that to me. I didn't relay that in the speech. But I was like, What do you mean my story? And it's taken years for me to understand that I had gone to that victim place. And that's how I garnered support and love and caring. And, oh, I was so codependent. It was incredible. So if I was to try and, boy, if I was to tell someone today, I would say, just start by loving yourself. And if you can't love yourself, find somebody that does love themselves and either talk to them or watch them Mm -hmm. because that's how you'll see what it looks like. Because everybody says, oh, you just have to love yourself. Well, what if you think you're a monster like I did? How could Mm -hmm. you love somebody that was a monster Mm -hmm. who had said and did things that they didn't realize were causing problems? Mm -hmm. I just had another epiphany in the last week where I was talking to a friend about a situation Mm -hmm. and I said what I had done was to talk to somebody else about the situation and they said to me do you understand that you have taken details from this situation and shared with someone who doesn't know contextually what's going on And you've painted a picture for them that can never be changed. You have used information and painted a picture.
3: Mm
1: -hmm. And I was like, whoa. And then they said to me, and what you were doing was garnering support for your viewpoint. It's like, if I tell the story this way, then this person's going to say, yeah, that was bad. So it was amazing to me that I'd been doing that my whole life. Didn't realize that instead of just blowing off steam or getting somebody else's perspective or trying to understand by talking it out with a disinterested party, that was all bullshit. Yeah. I was using information that was not mine. And I was painting a picture for my own reasons, for my own support, you know? I felt very Machiavellian, but anyway. (laughs) But I mean, and so there you have it. I can do all the work and come as far as I have come, but I didn't see that side of myself. Mm. And I don't, do not get me wrong, I don't judge myself. I cried because I felt so bad that I hadn't seen it before. But what I also know is that I did what I did to cope with my life. I learned what I learned from my environment, and and until I was ready, I didn't get the clarity about what it meant. Mm -hmm. And it won't happen until you're ready, and only spirit knows when you're ready. You could say, I'm a very courageous, strong woman, but because of that, it took a long time for things to get through to me, because I just kept fighting, and I just kept soldiering on.
2: As we all do sometimes,
1: right? Yeah. Exactly. And it wasn't until I surrendered and said, "Okay. I give up." Yep. "I give up. Tell me what to do. Show me who to talk to. Send me the gurus. Yep. Send, yep. you know, send me the lessons. Make it clear."
3: Yeah.
1: And when I didn't catch it right away and it kept happening, then I would say, "Okay, a little more clarity, please." Yeah. And it's absolutely amazing to me because as I said in my speech, I talk to spirit every day now. And the first thing I say is thank you. Mm. Thank you for this life, everything that I have, everything that I'm to learn and everything that I can share. Now show me where to go today.
0: Right. Because you got to believe it to see it, right? Absolutely. There may be some people listening that are listening, going, well, this is all woo. You know, when people throw (laughs) that term around now, the woo woo, the spirit side of things. So to those that are listening, that are not on or not into um, or may not understand or see the spiritual side of things, what are some concrete, tangible um, things that they can maybe look for so that they can start gaining maybe Let's use the word insight. They can gain some insight or um, what are those lessons? What are those kind of spot and go, oh, okay. Well, now I'm starting to understand. Now it's starting to click. Look for synchronicities, things that
1: happen that you didn't plan, but you just kind of you say, gee, you know, I remember so-and-so I'd really like to talk to her again. And two days later, your phone rings and it's her. Mm -hmm. That's evidence. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That is evidence. And, yeah. and, and unfortunately, I'm pretty woo. So I find it difficult to find the logical ways to do things. But all I can say is look for evidence that proves to you what's really happening in the world. I just uh, did a taping with a, a political person and I was absolutely fascinated the way she managed to talk about our political situation and the way the parties run and the government and everything. And I'm being very non-contextual. So she said, it goes back to, we just have to be kind to one another. We just have to treat each other with civility and respect. Mm -hmm. Listen to what is said, ask questions about what we don't understand and then think about it and Mm -hmm. internalize that. That's what you do about life.
3: Yeah, Always. you
1: su- suspend judgment and just ask questions. Mm-hmm. And if and if you're not, if you get smacked down for it, or you're not getting the answers you want. Then you're just not asking somebody who can translate for you. Mm. So keep asking. I mean, that's what saved me.
2: Or just when ask I, different questions.
1: Yeah, ask different questions. Ask different people. Keep yep. going keep talking,
2: keep searching. That's a good segue. So did you know what the heck you were getting into when you threw your hat in the ring to speak at talk 11?
1: Not really. No, because (laughs) I had spoken at Mo Monday, but it's about topics that I chose. I mean, Mm -hmm. one time I chose to do a topic on spontaneity, so I didn't prepare. (laughs) That was my best. That was my best one. Right. Um, (laughs) So I had never chosen to put the whole story together Mm -hmm. from the family I was born in to the things that happened Mm -hmm. and where I am now. I've never told that whole story. So, no, when you guys started to talk about what you were hoping for and it began to become clear to me what I needed to do. Mm -hmm. um, And, And I'm
2: glad you used the word needed.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because you didn't tell me what to do. You no. told me, you told me what you were hoping for in the whole kind of package. And you gave me the space and the room to tell the story my way. And it was clear that it needed to be my story. Now, mm-hmm. what part of my story or what I chose to say was totally up to me. But it became really clear to me that now was the time yep. for me to do the whole thing. Yep. And You guys made that so easy that it was just incredible. I'm still so pumped that it's it's amazing. So
2: what let me let me ask it's a two two part question. One, what was the most challenging part of the process? And two, personally speaking, what is kind of the one thing that you would say you have gained by doing your talk?
1: Hmm. Well, absolutely. Getting started was a nightmare because again, I didn't know how I was going to pour 63 years into 11 minutes. Yeah. To get the point across. Yeah. And so then I had to pare it down and pare it down. And then when I practiced for you guys that it was almost 20 minutes and I was like, Oh man, how do I cut this stuff out? I loved what you said to me, Matt. You said, well, that's a chapter in your book, but we just need to, you Hmm. know, Mm -hmm. cut it down a little. And I, that was really tough, bringing it down to 11 minutes and still making the points that I felt, the connections, connect the dots for people. Because I really wanted them to see that, yes, there had been all this trauma, but Man, oh man. Look at the glory. Look yep. at the joy. and And that's what I wanted them to see. How far down in the pits and depths of despair you can be? Yeah. and come to this place.
2: And you did it incredibly. What is one thing that you think that you got personally by speaking at at the event?
1: Oh, if I had to give you just one: mm-hmm. It took that last bit of fear out of it for Mm. me because there's a lot of things in my life that society has told me in the past i should be ashamed of and i'm not anymore because i am on fire and ain't nothing gonna break my stride yes and this is where I came to after the talk, because I really wanted to do it. By the time I got there, I really wanted to do it, but I was terrified to go out on that stage. No way. Way. <laughs> yeah. I, hey, you forget, I am a trained actor. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> All
2: right. So so I, on that note, I have one more question that I'm going to throw it over to Farah. Okay. There are people that will be watching this, listening to this, both. And, as you can attest to, we all have a story. We all have a story that needs to be told in one way or another. And there's those out there that have seen talk 11 and they've seen the platform and they've watched the live event. And they, they know that, that they have that burning deep down inside that they know this is their time to do it. But there's also still that, that fear that you speak of or shame that we speak of that is sometimes the louder voice in our head and in our hearts what do you say to them to get them to come forward and to share their stories?
1: Tell that voice to shut up because you got a story to tell and it needs to be out there. You need to be able to fully live your life and let go of anything holding you back. And if you can tell your story, I promise you, you will come out the other side saying, I am free. Watch me go. You're Amen.
0: Quite the way to end that. Thank you so much, Jesse, for being here. Thank you for sharing our stage. Thank Thank you you, for inspiring and creating that impact and showing people that there's so much beauty in the darkness that they may have lived, that they do not need to be a victim. And that when we speak of the shame that we feel, we remove the power from that shame and we take full control. So thank you very much. We loved it. And hopefully uh, everyone listening loved it as well. And Jesse, please tell the listeners where they can find you if they want to follow you and keep track of your story well they
1: can find me on facebook under jesse brandon they can find my tv show under my page epiphanies they can find my ministry under uh touchstone moments and yeah just seek me out i have the healing parlor in my home where i do my energy work and for the month of october it's by donation only i have a, a really sad story My niece was uh, defrauded by scam artists of $5,000 and they have to leave college. And so I want as many people to come out as possible in October because the money's for her.
0: Oh, beautiful. 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 Thank you, Reverend Jesse.
1: Thank you you uh, you so much. Thanks, Namaste. It was wonderful to be here Talk 11. Thank you. Thank you.
0: you. Thank you. Thank you so much for taking the time to listening to the Talk 11 podcast. We really hope you enjoyed it. Remember to always look out for us on social media. You can find us on Instagram at talk11.ca, on Facebook at Talk 11, and you can head over to our website at talk11.ca. You can also find us on the YouTube, also at Talk 11, where on YouTube you can find all of our speakers and all of our events for your viewing pleasure. So thank you so much. Have a great one and we'll talk to you soon.